I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. Talking, talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. This was me this morning at 8:41 a.m. You know, some days I'm just like a brute beast, like yesterday, where I'm crying about, how come nobody cares? How come nobody cares? You know, like I preach so good and the church was so empty. I feel the same way about my crypto videos. You know, I make such awesome crypto videos. How come I only got 500 views? You know, and I look at other crypto creators and I'm like, I'm so much better than them, you know. And I cry about that. And then the next day, like today, I kind of wake up from that pity party. And I'm like, instead of crying about the fact that people aren't responding the way you want them to respond, focus on honing your craft. Focus on getting better. Focus on learning how to connect with the hearts of people. You know, it's like having that pity party leaves me in this place of despair. And the conclusion that can come from it is no matter how good I am, people are just going to reject me. You know, like no matter how good I am, I'll never have more than I have now. And if I leave it there, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, a fatalistic abdication of personal responsibility at the end of the day. Figure it out. Like, learn. If you want more people to come to church, it's not just about preaching good. It's about figuring out how to craft an experience that makes people want to come. Same thing with like social media posts. I put this out and nobody liked it. Well, instead of crying about the fact that I feel so unsupported, you know, because I mean, what do you want? You want people to like your content because they feel obligated to. You want people to come to church because they're scared you're going to be hurt that they didn't. You want people to watch your videos because, you know, they don't want to hear you crying about the fact that nobody watched your videos? Or do you actually want to learn how to impact people? And so, man, honestly, in a sense, I'm embarrassed about my post yesterday. I'm embarrassed about what I said to my diary yesterday. And that happens to me a lot. <laughs> I have days where I'm like a brute beast. And I look back and go, man, I was having a crazy pity party yesterday, wasn't I? I was having a crazy pity party. I was feeling sorry for myself. I was in my feelings. And this morning I'm like, you know, what are you quitting for? I mean, a pity party is a form of abdication it's a, it's a way of saying, you know, I give up. I've tried and I've done everything I know how to do. 
and I can't get people to do what I want them to do. Well, first and foremost, is that your goal to get people to do what you want them to do? Is it your goal to produce content that that draws a lot of people to you? You know, like, is that the goal to draw people to myself, to blow up, to get a whole bunch of people to like my content? Or is it my goal to serve people? To create content that serves people. To create content that empowers people. To create content that encourages people. To create content that sets people free. You know? If my goal is to serve people, then I need to stop crying about the fact that people are not serving me. And simply focus my attention on learning how to serve people better. Because that's what it's about at the end of the day, is serving people better. And in addition to that, if I take, if I extrapolate that one step further, if my content is serving people, then I should stop crying about the fact that it's a small number of people. Is it truly serving those people? And if my content is serving those people, then I should simply focus on that and improve upon that and grow in that and rejoice in that. And so, you know, I was thinking about that as well. Like, there's so many different sides to this. Um, I made a, a crypto video a couple weeks ago where I predicted that Bitcoin was going to hit resistance at 24,000 and then it was going to pull back and that it would pull back to about 20,000. And um, there were a few haters, a few trolls who put in the content, uh, in the comment section, Cryptogenic is never right about this. If Cryptogenic says it's gonna get rejected at 24,000, that means it's going to 28,000. You should always do the opposite of what Cryptogenic says because he's always wrong. And it's amazing that people still watch his videos. So um, then what happened was Bitcoin broke 24,000, went up to 24,225, something like that. And then people were commenting, see, Cryptogenic was wrong. It broke 24,000. But as soon as they said that, it got rejected at 24,225 and it pulled back to like 21,000 or something like that. So I was all like, ha, in your face, you know? And in my next video, I was like, look at these people commenting, saying cryptogenic is always wrong, but look at this, I was right, and it did what I said it was going to do. And then I went back and reminded my viewers of several other moments where I was right. And um, anyway, the comments that I got from that second video from a lot of people were like, um... I believed you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I knew you were right. I expected you to be right. You know, I see that, you know, it was like, and I realized that I had made the mistake of making a piece of content for the haters. And it was like, and I think somebody even said it in the comments in that next video. Forget about them. Of course there's going to be haters. There's always going to be haters. But the majority of us, we like your content. 
It was like, stop making content for the haters. And I realized there's this thing in me that wants everybody to like me. And I can fixate on it if one person doesn't like me, or two people or three people don't like me. If one person doesn't agree with me, or two or three people don't agree with me, I can find myself making content for the haters, trying to, you know, prove myself to the haters in the face of the haters. And when I do that, it means that my methodology has shifted from serving people to self-validation. It's all about me. It's about me and my gifts. It's about me and my creative process. It's about me and what I produce. It's about me and my content. My content is about me and your function as a listener is to validate me. And whenever I get there, that's ne- it's it's so wrong. It's so unchristlike. It's and it and it never makes me happy. It's like whenever I go to that place, it always p- puts me in a place of depression and despair because the crowd isn't giving me what I want. It's a trap. It's a trap. And so coming back to the mind of Christ in all of my content creation and everything in the exercise of every gift that the Lord has given me is let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in very nature, God considered it not robbery to be equal with God, but he emptied himself. He took the form of a servant. He humbled himself and became obedient to the form of, to the place of death. In other words, like if I could just get it within me that every piece of content that I create is not for the purpose of self-expression. It's not about manifesting what's in me. It's not about having my opportunity to shine. It's not about my moment in the spotlight. It's not about getting more people to like me or to like my content or to acknowledge how excellent I am or how gifted I am. That is BS. That is the spirit of this age, the way of this world. That is what the Bible calls the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. It's about serving people. And at the end of the day, the one who serves the most people wins. It's about serving people better. It's about ministering to people. It's about adding value to people's lives. That's the focus. That's the way of Jesus Christ. You know? And this whole compulsion versus compassion thing has been so big for me and so poignant for me that I can be so compulsive. And yesterday's post, yesterday's entry, um, I was compulsive. It was about me. But, uh, Today, I've kind of uh, snapped out of it, woke up from the pity party. It ain't about me. It ain't about me. It ain't about me. Lord, help me to live that way. Help me to live that way, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. Talking, talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary. I'm talking, 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 talking to my diary. I'm talking to my diary.